Adulting, where two almost adults talk about life in their 20s and what being a grown-up really means. I'm Annie. And I'm Cheyenne. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about our favorite TV shows and movies. Cheyenne and I always talk about our favorite shows together, and it always ends up becoming a deeper conversation. Today, we thought we'd share some thoughts um, with you guys because we know summer is approaching and you guys have a lot more free time to dive into some TV shows and movies. So first, let's dive into a quick life update. We're actually pre-recording this, so not much has changed, but... Do you have anything, Cheyenne? Yeah, so the reason we're pre-recording is because both of us are traveling. Yay! I am going to New Hampshire for a week and then to New York. Um, And I'm starting to make more YouTube videos again, so woo! Um, I'm going to California next week for around two to three weeks just to kind of get out of here and visit you Chen and my aunt yeah and just to uh a disclaimer (laughs) we're definitely taking all precautions to make sure we're traveling safely we're both fully vaccinated and thankfully we do still have access to testing at northeastern so it's really great and honestly like peace of mind even if places don't require it um i kind of just like knowing that everything is all good (laughs) yes yeah so current obsessions what's your next newest obsession we both have the same one but similar one but mine's a sunscreen that i've been using for a long time it's called bior uv you can buy it on amazon but it's basically an asian brand Mm -hmm. and i love it because it has no white cast on your face and it goes on pretty much clear yeah nice same so i just got a bb cream from dr jart um, like literally a couple of days ago and um, it has SPF it's really sheer it's really smooth and um, I'm trying to get a better skincare routine so yes nice before we dive in so we have everything split up by category so we're gonna talk about TV shows first and then um, have a top five list and then we also have movies and a top five movies list So there's going to be a lot, but um, we hope that you find this entertaining and can get some good recommendations because Annie and I are huge TV and movie fanatics. Um, It is half of my major, so (laughs) be prepared. All right, Annie, do you want to start off? So our first category is reality TV shows. Okay, so staple between us is Selling Sunset. We love it. It's just full of drama, and it's just about these group of a couple girls that work at a real estate company and they try to sell houses and they compete against each other and there's a lot of drama and it's really good yeah it's good because like the real estate is in um hollywood so it's like the most extravagant houses you could imagine and then the drama is like ridiculously unrelatable that it's so funny and you're like what is happening (laughs) but I just like it because I think it's like a different style than the normal reality show of like you know like keeping up with the Kardashians or like a love show it's just a little bit different and um it's so glamorous that's like a peek into the other side of life yeah it's a must watch with a friend yes, you need definitely. someone to scream with yes when you watch it. and like talk about it oh my gosh there's so much drama I love it <laughs> along the same lines we also both watch this bling empire 
um, it's very similar in style in terms of how extravagant it is because it's talking about this friend group in LA and they are also just like crazy crazy rich um, very similar to crazy rich Asians in terms of like the glamour and bling yes. um, as the title tells you but I think the thing that I loved about it was that it's Asian representation and regardless of how crazy it is and how rich they are they still carry on to a lot of really amazing cultural gems and for example um, Buddhist religion is really important to one of the people in the show and it's really awesome to see that even though you're like living this glamorous life in California like you can still hold those things near and dear to your heart yes um, and I really valued that yeah that one's a must yeah. watch. I love that one. Um, the next few are just bad, yeah. but they're, they're good. trashy. <laughs> love Island. Cheyenne loves this yes. one. Very it's, good. It's just like a dating show, basically. Yeah. On the same line, too hot to handle. Uh-huh. Basically, the contestants can't have sex with like the other, the other contestant, contestants yeah. for like a month. And they're, like, extremely dramatic about mm-hmm. it, even though it's, like, not that hard. Yeah. Um, Too Hot to Handle is, like, a quick watch. It's, like, a few episodes. But yeah. Love Island is pretty long. Also would recommend watching it with, like, a friend group or maybe your roommates. Super yep. funny. Um, we watch Love Island UK just because it's um, – I like their slang yeah. <laughs> a lot. It's funny. Um, and, of course, who hasn't watched America's Next yeah. Top Model? Um, it's just literally good. a staple, a classic. Except Tyra Banks is a bit controversial, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then one of them. So this is actually based on a Korean reality show, but it came to America. The Masked Singer. I love it because it's basically if you haven't heard of it, celebrities of all sorts. They could be athletes, YouTubers, um, influencers actual singers, actors, actresses, any type of, like, chefs, like, literally anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, They go on this Mm -hmm. show, and they have this secret identity, and then they sing for a panel of judges, and the audience and the judges have to, like, guess who the the actual person is. Um, And it's fun because every episode, someone gets voted off. So it's not, like, one of those episodes where you have to wait a couple episodes before anything happens. Yeah. Um, So I liked it a lot. Yeah, that one's pretty entertaining. Even just to have in the background or while you're, like, hosting, mm-hmm. like, a party, that's a great show to yeah. have in the background. Um, and Masterchef and Masterchef Junior, that's been one of my all-time favorites for years now. Yeah. Um, season 11 of Masterchef just came out, actually. We watched it mm-hmm. yesterday together, and it's pretty good. It, the yeah. theme is Legends, so yeah, check it out. Yeah, definitely. Um, the next one is Cheer. I love that one. It basically just... It's kind of a documentary, but it's more of a reality show where they hone in on this cheer team that wants to go to, like, this, like, competition. And it just gives you a peek into, like, the athlete life and what it's like to be doing school and trying to compete in, like, a world championship for cheerleading. And I've always wanted to be a cheerleader, so it's really Mm -hmm. interesting to see, like, the lifestyle and... The characters and not characters, but like the people. The people yeah. yeah. So the next one is Queer Eye. Um, so I actually did an entire research paper on this show comparing it to the original. So I definitely know that it has its setbacks in terms of um, 
kind of just inclusivity and going into the niche of the LGBTQ plus world. But regardless of that, I think it is still a great uplifting show. Um, it really dives into the transformation of the people they feature. They call them heroes. Um, and I like it because uh, unlike the original, it was called Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. And most of mm. their episodes featured like the five gay guys and they basically tell a straight guy that he's trash and that he doesn't know what fashion is. And it was just a very like polarizing show. Yeah. But now the new one, they definitely feature like an array of people. It's not just straight men. There's women, there's girls, there's young people, old people, mm-hmm. straight. Um, there's a trans um, episode. And so they've definitely taken that into account. And me and Annie almost cry like every episode. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's just very heartwarming. It is. Um, and then the last reality show we wanted to talk about is Love on the Spectrum. So I really like this one because I actually learned a lot. Um, the premise is that it's a group of individuals who are on the spectrum of autism. And they kind of go into, I guess you could kind of consider this a documentary as well. But they go into the lives of, you know, dating on the spectrum and the challenges they might face. They also feature a few couples who are like already established and already going strong. But it's just like so interesting because I think a lot of people assume that people with autism are very different than um, neuro... uh, Typical? Yeah, neurotypical individuals. But they're literally the same, you know, like they have the same struggles the way they say things is honestly just like more honest um (laughs) that's the only difference um and I learned a lot about their lives and I think it was a really great light-hearted peek into um what they go through Mm -hmm. yes okay on to comedy we have a few staples modern family yes that one is just such an uplifting show and it's so funny Mm -hmm. it's hard to go an episode without laughing yeah like cackling yeah (laughs) it's also just iconic in terms of representation like yeah it's a pretty old show like it started very long ago I want to say like 2009 2010 something like that and they were one of the first shows that had a continuous gay couple you know the gay character is always like kind of fizzles out is only featured for one or two episodes is not a recurring character but modern family and also we'll talk later about glee is like one of the two that actually really tried with representation but again definitely take it with a grain of salt because they are just featuring middle class white families but still one of my favorites they're one of my favorite characters they're my favorite characters yeah definitely (laughs) Um, The next one is very similar um, in terms of vibes, but just more relatable. It's Fresh Off the Boat. Fresh Off the Boat is, like, essentially kind of like Modern Family, but about a Taiwanese immigrant family. Mm -hmm. And even though I wasn't um, an immigrant family, like, I was born here, so I'm first-generation American, I just found myself so much more able to relate to the show than to Modern Family. And the style of comedy is very similar, and there's Mandarin, the grandma speaks Mandarin, um, it's a story of, like, the father opens a restaurant, a cowboy restaurant in um, Florida, and it's just so funny, it's about this kid growing up trying to assimilate into American culture, 
And, like, so many Asian Americans can relate to that. Mm -hmm. And it was just a great kind of spice of representation in mainstream media. Yeah, I need to keep watching that. I really related to the kid. Yeah, he's great. Eddie Huang. Yes. Uh, The next is New Girl. Yes. I don't think I finished it yet. Yeah. I really should. Honestly, the ending is kind of whatever. Really? Yeah. I mean, I lo- again, another one of my staples. So, random background, but Modern Family is available on Netflix in Asia, but New Girl is available on Netflix here and not in Asia. Mm-hmm. So, when I'm back home, I literally just, like, re-watch Modern Family over and over, but when I'm here, I watch New Girl over and over. So, both of those have become, like, my top two staples of, like, I just always have it on. And I just love New Girl because, like, she's so goofy. And I'm, like, I could literally see myself, like, if I pursued my alternative career that I (laughs) dreamed of, of being an actress, like, I could see myself as a New Girl character. Like, just literally making a fool out of myself every episode, being stupid, being dumb, and, like, being funny. Dude, it's never too late. Yeah, you know, we'll see. (laughs) When I become a big actress, remember me. Um, Arrested Development is really funny, but mm. I think it's a niche comedy. Like, not everyone will find it funny. Mm. But if you find it funny, it's really funny. Right. Um, it's just so stupid and quirky. Um, I really liked it up until when Netflix picked it up and oh, tried right. to do another season. Yeah, that It was happens. weird because, like, they replaced some of the old characters oh. with new ones. But, like, with no acknowledgement that it's clearly a different person. Oh, they literally just yeah. changed the actor? Yeah. Ew, that's so weird. Yeah, so it's pretty weird. Interesting. Um, and it's just, like, not as funny. But yeah. in similar fashion is Community. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, it's just so funny. Yeah, I liked it. I watched it way too young, though. I watched it in yeah. like seventh grade. Me too. And I definitely want to rewatch it as an adult and, like, appreciate the humor more. And it's also one of those that, like touches upon like societal issues in a very subtle way but it's also not subtle at the same time yeah so I like it a lot it's about these like group of kids who go to community college Mm -hmm. and they have a study group yeah and then similar in terms of like talking about social issues Brooklyn Nine-Nine I love it because it's just hilarious it's about this um precinct in New York and I love that the thing I really appreciate about it is that when they talk about social issues, they don't dilute it with humor. I mm. think the problem with, even in New Girl, like a lot of comedy shows that talk about racism, sexism, those type of things, they do it in the form of a joke. Or even if it's serious, the next scene following will be like, ha 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 ha, like funny, funny, funny. Yeah. But with Brooklyn Nine-Nine, they take the time to think about it. They have a diverse cast. Um, one of them is, well, I, I guess this is kind of a spoiler, so skip a few seconds if you don't want to hear this, but one of them is Bai. Um, of course, there's Terry Crews, who is the black um, sergeant on the team, and the black captain, of course. And um, it's just, like, they touch upon their lives. One of the episodes was about police brutality because Terry Crews's character didn't have his badge on him. Mm. And another cop didn't know that he was literally the sergeant. Wow. And so he was, like beat down by the other cop and that whole episode revolved around that incident it wasn't like oh that's just part of the episode Mm. and then they move on to something else so I really love Brooklyn Nine-Nine I want to watch it it's just I don't find it funny yeah yeah it's one of those kind of similar to community and like I guess Arrested Development where you have to kind of get behind the humor yeah like you have to 
release that um, sense of reality and just be like, okay, this is just how they talk. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, Jane the Virgin is so good. Oh I think it ended so well. Yes, it was. Oh my gosh, yes. This is a perfect ending of a show. Yeah. I think the hardest part of TV and movies is like, I mean, not movies, but TVs is having a good ending. This was perfect. It was like amazing. Yeah. I was sobbing. <laughs> and I love how they like intertwined the main character's yes. culture throughout mm-hmm. the show. And you just got to learn a lot yeah. about like her culture mm-hmm. and I didn't even know what telenovelas were right, until right. this show. Yeah. Um, it's so dramatic yeah. and crazy. And it's one of those, like, you can appreciate the creation and production of it. Because, like, I mean, I've never watched a telenovela, but it's very clear that Jane the Virgin is mimicking the style of a telenovela. And it's just beautiful. Yes. I just love it. It's great. <laughs> it does go back and forth in terms of the plot for a little bit too long but I still think it's worth it at the end it's a romance yes it's very romantic again one of those like you really have to get behind the reality of the show and kind of just accept it and then you can really dive in Mm. um another one Kim's Convenience um also it took me a while to get behind it because it's very like they put on fake Korean accents and I was like a little bit iffy about that but I ended up really, really liking it. Um, I'm watching the last season now. However, there is a huge controversy. Similiu just posted in Subtle Asian Traits yep. exposing the show. <laughs> of um, Basically, bottom line is that it wasn't great as um, an Asian to be on the cast. And it's ironic because it's an all-Asian, almost all-Asian cast, and it is featuring the lives of, like, Korean immigrants. But in the production side of things, there was a lot of problems. Um, There's a spinoff show, and it's featuring one of the only non-Asian people. Really? Yeah, it's about Shannon, the um, manager. And, yeah, Simulio just, like, had a lot of issues with it, and I'm really proud of him for speaking up about it because that's really brave. But regardless of that, I think it's still a great show to watch. Mm. Yeah. Um, the next is Schitt's Creek. It took yes. me forever to convince Diane to watch yeah, this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what do you think of it? I love it. I think it's so funny. What season? Are you in the last one yet? Um, I can't remember. I feel yeah. like we're season four. Okay. Five? It's just really good. Like, the characters grow on you. Mm-hmm, At they first, do. they, like, annoy you a yeah. lot. Because you're like, they're just some stuck-up, rich, like, people. But you really start to see, like, their backstory and mm-hmm. who they are as characters and their growth, which is, like the most interesting part of it yeah no I love it a lot because I never would have thought that I mean it's not really relatable so to speak but it's just like fun to watch them go through their lives the premise (laughs) is that this family um basically they find out that their company had like fraud and so they were rich rich like crazy crazy rich and they had everything stripped from them Mm -hmm. and then the only thing that was left was a deed to the town called shits creek (laughs) and so they basically have to move to this town and it's about their lives and how they survive in this town where they went from living in a mansion to like living in a motel Mm -hmm. so yeah it's just like a really great show and it dives into like family issues and dynamics as well yeah so sweet the ending is so good oh really yeah i'm excited Um, next up, we have the Kaminsky Method. I just started the show, so I don't really know, like, where it's going. But I like it because, so, we just finished BoJack Horseman, which I'll talk about, we'll both talk about next. 
But um, I don't know if you got to this part yet, but it's not too Bojack? much of a spoiler. Yeah. Okay. But he basically becomes like a drama teacher or like an acting teacher. Mm, and I, I have. I can't remember. Yeah. And so Kaminsky Method is about a drama teacher, like an acting coach. Oh. And I was like, oh my gosh, is it just Bojack continued? That's so funny. But anyway, the show is about this old man who's like a seasoned acting coach. And his best friend is actually his agent, like his, um, so Princess Carolyn, mm. <laughs> basically. Yeah. And so it's about their lives as senior citizens in America, mm. and they go through their dating lives, um, you know, medical checkups as an old man, mm. like getting your prostate checked. It's just super funny. It's very, like, old people humor, mm. um, but actually still stays current somehow. Okay. So, yeah. I'm intrigued. Yes. So BoJack, that's really good. I haven't finished it yet because I think the show gets into like a hump where Mm -hmm. it's like really slow. Mm -hmm. I think they had to do a few like filler episodes. Um, But I heard the last season's amazing. It's so good. It just dives into like basically how money doesn't bring you happiness and life in Hollywood and how it's really lonely and it dives into issues of like drugs Mm -hmm. and... Um, addiction yeah addiction very good one of my this is a spoiler but one of my favorite episodes is the one where i think he was taking care of his daughter or something was it was his other horse the horse girl yeah the horse girl that's his sister yeah. oh his sister and then spoiler it, spoiler skip skip, yeah. skip. <laughs> and then it takes a very dark turn yes yes that was so emotional yeah I, that was really yeah. crazy yeah that's a really good one all right, so let's just like go through these last few ones because yeah. we have a lot left. Yeah. Um, on my block is really good. It's just a dramedy, mm-hmm. comedy drama, yeah. and about these little kids who live in uh, not the best side of town, and they get into some conflicts with a gang, and they go on an adventure mm-hmm. to try to like solve something. Nice. Which is good. And Tuka and Birdie, which is an animation, um, it's just a really quirky animation that is really vulgar and funny, but I think it's good. Yeah. And then lastly, Blackish, very similar to Modern Family, but um, just with a black family. And again, dives into a lot of very, very relevant um, racial issues in society and a must watch. And they also have a lot of spin off shows. There's like a mixed dish. Um, Grownish, I think that those are the two that they have. Yeah, mm-hmm. but a great show. So drama. That's our next yes. category. I have a lot that I like. Mm. Um, my top ones is Euphoria. Um, it's a teen drama show that dives into really dark topics such as like uh, abuse, drugs, sex, addiction. And it just really shows the reality of what some teens struggle through. And it portrays like certain scenes that you've never seen before, but it's almost like you have to watch it because mm-hmm. um, it's really important that adults and other people know that this is what a lot of teens struggle with. Um, and it's so aesthetic. Mm, yeah. The soundtrack I is amazing. Watch it. Yeah. Haven't seen it yet. Yes. The next one, a classic, doesn't have to have much explanation, but Grey's Anatomy. I never thought I would be interested in it. I was like, I don't care about hospitals, 
but honestly, like, maybe this is because I did IB bio, but I appreciated it a lot. I was like, oh my gosh, I actually know what they're talking about. <laughs> like, I'm learning about medical things, even though it's like definitely not 100% accurate, but just great. Love the drama. The characters you like fall in love with and then they get stripped from you. Can't watch it because I'm squirmish. Yeah. It's very gory. Yeah. <laughs> if you're squirmish, you cannot watch yeah. it. But I used the story to watch is great. A few on TV. Yeah. But like now I just can't really yeah. watch it. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, Orange is the New Black is so good. I think it was really hyped when it first came out, mm-hmm. but then people kind of stopped talking about it. And I wish people talked about it more yeah. because it's such a good TV show. It dives into topics about prison life, race, crime, and the issues that a lot of the inmates struggle with. And what I love about the show is that they go into the backstories of each of the characters. And I just think it's so important to know that individuals that are in prison and have committed a life of crime, it's it's like due to something it's not like one day they just decided to kill someone Mm -hmm. it's like there's a backstory to it and these people are human yeah and they deserve to be treated that way and it talks a lot about the issues of like the prison system and money and like how it's you know a for-profit organization and etc honestly the prison system is messed up yeah (laughs) i learned so much from the show that i've never like you know Mm -hmm. learned about yeah another one that i also just started recently is scandal and by just started recently i started like maybe a couple weeks ago and i'm already almost done with season three (laughs) (laughs) that's how good it is it's just incredible it is very empowering because the main character is just this amazing smart woman um and she leads this group of they call themselves gladiators in suits and they're basically like lawyers just smart people and they help people navigate like very sticky situations a lot of them have to do with politics um if you haven't heard of this show um i won't spoil the main plot line but please go watch it it's amazing (laughs) it's also regarding um the white house and presidency and stuff like that interesting um yeah it's great also another Shonda Rhimes classic is how to get away with murder very similar vibes but different situation Mm. yeah okay um one I won't stop raving about is Breaking Bad it's my favorite tv show of all time I just think like the way that the main character grows and the character development is amazing Mm. every episode is so well thought out I think it has one of the highest ratings ever on Mm. IMDb um and the ending is just a masterpiece. Ooh. I've never watched an ending that good. I remember you, like, told me you finished it, and you were, like, crying. I was, like, screaming. Yeah. <laughs> it just ends so well. It's, like, I can't describe it. You have oh to gosh. watch it through and through yeah. from one to the it. end. How many seasons are there? I think it's, like, six. Oh, okay. The thing is, there is a point where, kind of like some other TV shows, where you kind of need a break. Right. And then to get back into yeah. it. Um but yeah because there are some slower episodes like with Mm -hmm. every long tv show there are like some filler episodes but i think like their filler episodes are so well thought out Mm. it's not just like some random episode yeah nice anyway (laughs) also one of my all-time favorites literally ever is pose um so i actually had to watch it for a class because as i said i'm a media screen studies um half major and um it is just incredible. It's about the 
um, ball culture in New York in the 80s and 90s. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically the trans community had to, you know, figure out their own way to have fun and be who they want to be. And so they created these things called balls. And if you watch RuPaul Drag Race, it's literally that. It's they have categories and then they walk the runway um, based on those categories. And it was really beautiful because something you should also also watch with Pose is um, Paris is Burning, which is a documentary. And it's about the same culture community, but a documentary version of it. So they tell you how like, you know, the ball is where they get to be themselves. The ball is where they get to live the reality that they can't mm. live in the world. So let's say one of the categories is like office chic. And you're like, why would they want to walk a category where they're in office clothes? And then you realize it's because they can't even be employed in an office. They yeah. would never be able to wear a suit because the highest job they can get in an office is janitor or something like that. That's so right? sad. Exactly. So that's why I love the show because it is so encompassing of that community and so educational. The actors are actually trans, gay, mm. etc. Like they actually, um, you know, care about the authenticity and legitimacy of the reality of these people. Mm. Um, it's also created by Ryan Murphy, the same creator of Glee. So that is why you can see how amazing it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And on that same note, Glee is really good. I rewatched it recently, Mm. like, but I didn't finish it. I just think it's only good the first three seasons, to be honest. And then some writing, someone maybe took over the writing because it's kind of a flop. Um, But the representation on that show is just amazing. And And for the time that it came out as well. It was literally like, we were in elementary school. Yeah. Like 2000s. And the fact that they had Kurt as one of the main characters... He was gay. Mm-hmm. He's not only gay, he's, like, femme gay. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just insane that yep. they did that. Very good. Yeah. Um, Sherlock, also one of the staples. I was huge, huge, huge in their fandom. I was very cringy, but <laughs> stellar quality. Each episode is, like, a movie. It's, like, an hour and a half long. There's wow. only three episodes per season, and there's three seasons, I think. So it's very, like, short I guess the plot is incredible the acting is amazing and like (laughs) I just I I can't say anything else like basically the premise if you haven't heard of it is it's a modern day Sherlock Holmes and I was also a big reading nerd so I liked Sherlock Holmes already but this was just like brought tears to my eyes yeah (laughs) it was so good I need to watch that yeah it's very good I think you would really appreciate it Mm. and like the cinematography is amazing it's just perfect yes um, I've gone super into Criminal Minds recently. Ooh, yeah. It's just good for a background show, but I don't really have much to say about it. Mm-hmm. It's like NCIS and like yeah. all those other crime shows. Um, we both watch Atypical. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm still watching it. I think it kind of dies down yeah, it after does, a like bit. a few seasons. Like the writing's kind of lacking. Um, but I learn a lot about autism mm-hmm. and people who struggle. Yeah. Um, like the families who struggle with it and people who have the condition and... I think it's just great just to be educational and to learn. I think it's also good because, like, the family has issues, too. Yeah. You know, like, they have normal, like, conflicts and and stuff. stuff. And it just sheds light on, like, again, autism does not mean you're something, like, different or special or weird or anything. It's literally just, like, a a family and that's it. Um, Yes. 
And he's super funny and cute. He loves penguins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then quickly, the first anime I've ever seen is Demon Slayer, and I loved it. I thought it was incredible. I also uh, another tearjerker. It's just very. Um, it touches the heart because it's also about family. They mm. also just came out with a movie, which is the top-grossing movie um, ever, I think, in Japan. Wow. Something like that, yeah. That was like a trivia question I had to answer. <laughs> but yeah. And then quickly to finish off the drama um, category, there's Dear White People, also one that you kind of have to get behind. Um, I like it a lot. I kind of dropped off because the plot gets very strange, but... And then lastly, Midnight Gospel. It's not really drama or comedy, but it's just a weird animation that you kind of just have to watch to understand. It's sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, it's sci-fi. It's about this, like, yeah, it's a cartoon. It's very (laughs) interesting. We have two shows you probably haven't heard of. Skins UK. This is a really old show, but... It's in similar. It's similar to Euphoria, but less aesthetic, and it's um, a show from the UK. So it, you know, it's different, and it's just a drama show about these teens. And each episode follows the perspective of one character, which I think is really interesting. And it talks about their crazy lives. Again, it's like drugs, sex, abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the episodes are so good like it goes into mental disorders like schizophrenia and Mm. so how someone can develop it over time and it's just so eye-opening yeah i was like shocked when i watched it when i was like literally in like high school (laughs) but very good yeah another one is meteor garden so this is a chinese show actually and i do not watch chinese shows this is my (laughs) first one I haven't finished it yet, but I loved it. I think it's just very cute. Um, Helped me brush up on my Mandarin. (laughs) Um, But it's a very cute love story kind of vibe. Um, Mm. There's a lot of different adaptations, but I'm watching the one that's like on Netflix called Meteor Garden. The other adaptations are called different things in English. But yeah, I wish I could recommend some K-dramas, but I have not watched them. So a few quickly that I've heard of, um, Crash Landing on You, Startup. Um, Sky Kingdom, I think, and um, yeah, there's a few I can think of top of my mind. Oh, It's Okay to Be Okay. I've heard those are, like, pretty good, so again, haven't watched them, but (laughs) my friends have. (laughs) All right, quickly, our top five must-watch. Not in any particular order. Mm -hmm. Pose, Breaking Bad, Modern Family, Bojack Horseman, and Orange is the New Black. Yes! Alright, so we're going to move on to movies. I personally don't have as much to say about these movies because I haven't seen them in a while. Yeah. But we can kind of just quickly list off some of them. That Our list is too long. Yeah, it's very long. We tried to narrow it down, but... <laughs> so bear with us. Alright, do you want to start um, with your few? Hmm, okay. So, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I'm just going to do a quick, like, sentence or yeah. two to explain. Let's just do, movies. like, plot summary yeah quickly so people okay. know what it's about so secret life of walter mitty it's about this guy who works a super boring nine to five job and no one likes him he quits his job to travel the world and discover himself it's really good cool two whiplash um this guy wants to be the best drummer or what does he do yeah a drummer oh best drummer in the world 
ever and he goes to great lengths to achieve that Mm -hmm. um joker of course is about the joker from batman it was just like a masterpiece of a movie i think it was incredible a very weird takeaway i had was the like dancing in it i don't know if you noticed that maybe it's because like i'm a contemporary dancer but the joker has these moments of like isolation and he just starts dancing and i'm like wow that's beautiful (laughs) not even the main point of the movie but anyway it's the background of how the joker becomes the joker Mm -hmm. um another one that both annie and i love coco it's um a pixar animation movie it's about um death and a kid who kind of has to navigate through discovering what death is Mm -hmm. um and the part that we love about it is a cultural representation because it's about um mexico (laughs) i don't want to get it wrong yeah canceled but it's just about mexican culture yeah but i'm not exactly sure where yeah. they're from and it's about the day of the dead so yeah. um dia de los muertos yes wow okay spanish <laughs> i took three semesters <laughs> <laughs> um, um yeah go ahead okay um i just highlighted some oscar nominated oh, yeah. movies moonlight very good yeah it just goes into the life of a black man through three stages mm-hmm. of his life um, Green Book is really good. I think it won Best yeah, Picture I think it did. for one year. Um, it's about... So did Moonlight. Because Moonlight was the yeah, one that yeah, they yeah. mixed up with um, La La Land. La La Land, which is also a great one. Yep. Um, Green Book... I need to stop saying um. It's disgusting. <laughs> um, literally says um right after. Green Book is about... This... I think he plays jazz... He wants to go around Amer- like the southern countries to play shows. And then he hires this driver, and he is a black man, and the musician is a white man. And so on their tour together, they start to uncover issues about race um, mm. because, you know, they go into a lot of the Midwest countries, right. which have a lot more, like, narrow-minded worldviews and... Yeah. It's good. Very good. And Parasite. Did oh, it win? Yeah. yeah, it did. It won. Uh, did it win, like, Best Foreign Film or something? Because wasn't that yeah, a controversy? Yeah, something like that. Like, that it was named a foreign film. Who hasn't heard of Parasite, to be honest? I could be wrong. I think I just said the wrong thing, but it's okay. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, Parasite, it was great. I loved it. I think the amazing part of it is, like, I'm really scared of, like, horror or whatever. But I think the cool part is that the majority of the movie, you're like, oh, what's wrong? Yeah. There's nothing wrong, right? But then once you get to the end of it, you're like, oh, the whole time the horror isn't even the scary people who live downstairs. It's classism. It's elitism. Mm -hmm. And it comments on society. And it's just a great... Thing to take away mm-hmm. um a little bit more lighthearted, very classic love actually i'm a huge rom-com person i didn't even write any of my favorite rom-coms um just incredible love it i watch it every christmas yes so it's a good. must um a few more deeper kind of um award-winning movies mm-hmm. is the imitation game it's about alan turing and the invention of the computer um, the Danish Girl is about, I think, the first person who had a surgical transition yep. um, for gender. 
So, a beautiful, beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. Imitation Game is Benedict Cumberbatch. The Danish girl is, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? I love him. <laughs> I need to search this up. I literally love him in every movie. Ah, what's his name? I'm blanking. I don't know actors' names ever. All right, while you search yes. that up, let me talk about a few older classics. Um, I watched in my film classes in high school. Rear Window is a really good classic. I recommend that one. Um, it's just about this guy who he broke his leg or something, so he's bedridden, and all he does is look outside his window every day. And then as he's looking through his windows and his neighbors, he sees something suspicious happening Ooh. across from him, and he tries to discover what's going on while he's like in his home oh, wow. and looking through his window. In Psycho, that is such a good one. Mm. Um, it's the classic thriller. Oh my gosh, which one did I watch recently? That maybe was Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. I think I watched Silence of the Lambs recently, and it was very good too. Mm. Um, so I'm silly. It was Eddie Redmayne, the most classic oh, actor. Okay. I love him. So Danish Girl. Another Eddie Redmayne movie is Theory of Everything, which is about. Um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking with. They try to like decode like um, something, or is that theory a of every? Show? I think that you might be thinking of the imitation game. Oh yeah, I probably am. Yeah, theory of everything is about Stephen Hawking. Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. Yeah, so Oopsies. good, very good. Um, another one that's very like interesting. Let me make sure to get the year right because there's a couple movies named this, but it's Arrival, and I'm talking about the 2016 one. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was amazing. It's about, like, aliens arriving on Earth. But, again, it's never really just about that. Um, I actually got to watch this with my English class in high school. And we booked out the entire theater. Wow. And we compared it to Slaughterhouse-Five, one of the classic books. Mm. Yes. Uh, Two ones about race. One is Get Out. I watched this one on the plane. I was scared, but yeah, there's like an underlying part that's even scarier. Yeah. Um, and The Help, I don't think I finished the movie, um, but it just really highlights, you know, race back in whatever yeah. year, a couple years, like thousands of, what no. am I saying? <laughs> what am I saying? Like in the like 19s, like yeah. hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, both of them are great. Can't I can't believe I said thousands. I'm actually <laughs> dumb. It's okay. Um, a couple Asian movies that I love. I say Asian, meaning like it's featuring Asian stories, um, but they're very Asian American. Tiger Tail and The Farewell. Um, Tiger Tail is about an immigrant story, and The Farewell is about this grandma who has. Um, a cancer diagnosis but basically the whole movie is about how they don't want to tell her and it's both of them are very very amazing insights into um asian culture Mm. very good and spirited away yes spirited away amazing and And raya and the last dragon yeah raya and the last dragon all of these are just great great cultural gems Mm. like i love them um like i said earlier the demon slayer movie as well I actually just watched Ryan the Last Dragon, and I appreciated it so much. Like, mm. it was um, two female leads. There was no love interest. The guys were all sidekicks. Also, the main dragon was voiced by Aquafina, so you already know she's goofy, funny, and awkward. She's not like, I am a powerful dragon. It's yeah. more like, ha-ha, hey. 
and mm. just great like i think it's a great children's movie to teach children that you don't need a prince um you don't need to be a powerful dragon hero like you can be funny awkward and quirky and be the hero mm. and just like amazing female empowerment i love that yeah special note for all wes anderson movies oh yeah grand budapest isle of dogs um fox what's that one fox like something i don't know it's one with the fox oh moonrise kingdom fantastic mr fox that (laughs) i was like i don't know what you're talking about you need to watch all his movies yes that is very true um another classic shawshank redemption just very very good i think whenever i watch old movies i'm like oh like i wonder how it'll be like I don't really know if it's still relevant, but Mm -hmm. all of them are still so relevant. Mm. (laughs) They're so good. Um, One that's kind of niche um, is called BPM. It's a French movie, and I watched this for class as well, and it's about the HIV epidemic and um, this activist group called Act Out. But this is in France in the 90s, and it was just beautiful this was part of my class called queer media studies and something we discussed a lot was the authenticity of representation and the details and niche of you know queer people and bpm did an amazing job of doing that they did it very artfully they did it with um you know cinematography and they literally represented like the nitty-gritty details of when two guys have sex like they have to talk about condoms right Mm -hmm. like stuff like that where you kind of usually skip over that in a movie they made sure to keep it in because it's part of the story Mm -hmm. it's part of the importance of the movement um and i just really appreciated Mm -hmm. it yeah that reminds me of another french movie emily oh yeah yeah. So it's like quirky and cute. She's about this girl um, going through France and she finds a lover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And then another niche one is being John Malkovich. Basically, this guy in an office finds a portal into some guy's head. And you just have to watch it. Like another one I'll talk about later is very similar, where it's just like. It doesn't make sense until you watch it. Kind of doesn't really make sense while you're watching it either, but, you know, it's still great. And um, lastly for this fictional movies is Hamilton. It's not really a movie, it's a play, a musical, but it's on Disney Plus as a movie now, and I watch it at least once a month. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Must yeah, watch. you do watch that a lot. Yes. On to our last category, documentaries. Um, I watched one recently called Bombshell, and it's about these women who try to um, create a lawsuit against the CEO of Fox News for sexual abuse Mm, or assault. Wow. Really good. Yeah. Um, A quick couple that I watched recently, My Octopus Teacher. I have trypophobia, so this one was tough on me. <laughs> I do not like the way octopus look, but yeah. it was a very nice story. It's about this guy, he's a cinematographer, and he loses his passion for movie making, so he goes um, free diving, which is like snorkeling, but you dive down with your snorkel, mm. and he befriends this octopus, and it, it's just a really great discovery of ocean life and appreciation for the little things. Wow. Yeah. The Social Dilemma, uh, I'm sure you've heard of. It made me put, like, 
limits on my phone and made sure yeah. that I don't scroll for hours, which is hard to stick by, but it's just a really great reality check for our generation. Mm-hmm. Don't F with cats. That was just wild. It's yeah. a wild time. Um, the power of social media. Yes, yes. Both of them are very much like social media is like very messed up. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, 13th, um, great, great documentary. It's about um, the also the prison system, I believe. I don't want to misspeak. Um, oh, it's about the 13th Amendment. I'm dumb. But yeah very good it's about like which supposedly abolished slavery but you know it didn't Mm -hmm. so yeah those are some quick documentaries that are really great and our top five movies you want to go first yes one well no order whiplash the next one is inception i didn't talk about it earlier so i'll talk quickly about it now but bottom line is i literally burst out into tears at the end into tears like in instantaneously like I've never had such an overwhelming emotion Mm. in my life and it's so cheesy because everyone says like Inception is the best but it truly is the best Mm. um another one is Bamboozled and this is like a very weird niche movie and it's one of those that like you kind of have to think a little bit deeper into it until like in order to appreciate it Mm. but it's basically about this um movie producer or like tv show producer very similar to blackish where he's like in an agency mm-hmm. and he wants to create a show that is commenting on race in america and commenting on race in the media industry and then you follow the story of how essentially he creates the thing that he swore to never do and it's just wow. a very very interesting kind of plot line it's very weird in the acting style but it's also all part of it. Like, it all means something. Okay. Yeah. Um, and The Joker. We both love yes. this one. And Cheyenne, finish us off. The Lion King. Just one of my classics all through my life. I love The Lion King. I think I also love it so much because I saw the musical in London. Mm. And as a performer, like, I always tear up watching the amazing theatricality of it. So, yeah. Just to continue, we have a couple of apps and tools that we use to track movies or get movie recommendations Mm -hmm. why don't you start out i use must which is for movies and tv shows and basically you can just categorize movies into movies you've watched versus movies you want to watch and you can also rate them so you can see what your friends have rated tv shows and movies and you don't even need to think about next time you watch a movie basically just Go to the app and you go to the want section and you're like, oh, I want to watch this. So you don't have to think about it. Yeah. And then um, I used to use TV Club for TV shows, but I don't really use it anymore because, um, you know, like your streaming services keep track of where you are. But back when I was in Malaysia and I had to pirate movies and TV shows, I used that to track which app, um, which episode I was on. Yes, off the record. Yes. <laughs> um, and then in terms of recommendations, I've actually liked looking at TikToks for movie recommendations because there's some like movie fanatics on there who have really good insight about like what movies to watch. And I also particularly like that some of them are like best movies to watch on Netflix because mm. sometimes it's hard to find where to watch movies. Yes. Um, and I always go to my friends. Uh, shout out to James if you're listening yeah. to this. 
I always go to you for movie recommendations because I know that you know my movie style and what I like and you'll be able to recommend me something good. And for me, I'm so lucky that my major is as amazing as it is because I get to a lot of the movies I talked about, I actually watched for class. Same with the TV shows and it's just incredible. And I'm definitely forgetting some amazing gems that I watched, but yes. Um, So shows and movies that we want to watch, just quickly, we'll list them out. I want to watch Inception, American Beauty, and Pulp Fiction. All old classics. I really want to watch Startup, the K-drama, The Crown, I've just heard so much about it, The Office, The Good Doctor, um, The Trial of the Chicago 7. I've Mm. seen the trailer so many times and I really want to watch it. Yeah. And then Minari, like another classic Asian representation. So shows and movies that were a flop. Um, Firstly, I didn't really like Nomadland. It won Best Picture this year, but honestly, I feel like the Oscars are kind of rigged these days Um, and I just thought it was boring if you watch a trailer it's literally what the trailer looks like (laughs) yeah Um, two that are very similar even have the same actors Um, Ghostbusters remake and Thunder Force I like where they were going with it like with female representation kind of unorthodox heroes Um, but I think it's just unfortunate that they didn't get, I guess, the budget or the production that it deserved. I think Thunder Force, like, it was a great concept. It's just two female superheroes who are not the typical superhero look. Um, but I think it was just, like, not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it was just very, like, low quality. And then, lastly, a rant. Sierra Burgess is a loser was definitely the worst um, show ever um I hated it I watched it because I I finished it because I wanted to like see what happened but it was just like not great the basically they allow catfishing they let it slide they (laughs) ignore that it's a completely abusive and manipulative thing to do and yeah, it was just not great. I hated it. It was so toxic. Like, I was screaming the whole time, but I had to finish it <laughs> for satisfaction of, like, watching it. Yeah. And, yeah, don't waste your time. That is all for the long list of movies and TV shows. Yes. So, for this week's life hack, we want to encourage our listeners to try one thing this week. Instead of spending two hours on your phone, replace that with a movie either with yourself or with a friend. Watching a movie can enrich your worldview and change your perspective on life much more than scrolling through Instagram or TikTok on your phone. Mm -hmm. And with that as well, when you're watching that TV show or movie, um, try and think a little bit deeper about what the meaning is or why things are happening because I find that I always get more out of the movie when I do that than if I just kind of watch it um, passively. Yes. So thank you so much for tuning into our podcast episode. We'd love to hear from you, so be sure to leave a review wherever you get your podcast from. You can check us out on Instagram at barelyadulting.pod. We'll talk to you later.